Hi. How are you? Not too bad, and yourself? With all due respect, let's give the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's get small talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 76 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today's episode will be very intriguing, to say the least. We'll be diving into the world's biggest art heist, which is still unsolved. Two key components led me to this topic today. Number one, it happened in the city of Boston, which is where I live. And number two, it is still unsolved after 31 years. 13 paintings worth a total of $500 million gone, poof, vanished, nowhere to be found or seen again in the last 31 years. $500 million worth of art gone off the face of the planet. Well, what happened? How did this happen? Was it an inside job like most robberies are? Well, we're going to reimagine what occurred on that unforgettable night and come up with our own conclusion on the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum heist. Before we put on our trench coats and grab our magnifying glasses, first, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy Let's Skip the Small Talk and you would like to help the podcast reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to just one person in your phone. Just one. It truly goes a long way. You have been doing so already, so please continue to do so. I deeply appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Let's kick the show off with a little motivation. Three, two, one, score! Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. Goal seekers! Today is a day of praise and celebration because today is the day We take the time out to give our community of progression a round of applause. It's been six months. Six months ago, you embarked on a journey to accomplish a goal or goals in one year, and you are halfway there. You are at the halfway mark today. When I call your name, I need you to stand up and give yourself and everyone else a round of applause. Alicia, Anella, Marquise, stand up. Malcolm, Risha, Coach, stand up. Ava, Kevin, Zach, 
Stand up. Mom, James, Charity, Braxton, stand up. Stand up and give yourself a round of applause. Give yourself a round of applause. You guys have been grinding. You guys have been striving towards your goal for six months now. So much progress has been made. I am proud of each and every one of you. We are doing it. We're not trying. We're not trying. We are doing it. And that is amazing. So, hey, let's continue to finish strong these next six months because the finish line is near. The finish line is near. So let's continue to finish strong. I believe in you. We are in this together. One team, one dream. Let's go. With that being said, let's pull out our magnifying glasses and let's take a hard look at the evidence. In the early hours of March 18th, 1990, one of the world's biggest art heists took place in the city of Boston at the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. When the morning shift gallery guard arrived to relieve the overnight shift, after pressing the buzzer multiple times to be let in, no one answered. So, she called the head of security and said, hey, something is wrong. No one is opening the door. I'm here for my shift. The head of security responded quickly and said, I'm on the way. Within minutes, he arrived and the two unlocked a back door and headed inside. Immediately, they felt something was wrong. They walked into the security office and seen the door busted and a gold frame on the chair. An empty gold frame that was once filled with an art piece the day before, hanging on the wall in a completely different part of the museum. The head of security called the Boston police right away. Now, here's the thing. Can you take a wild guess at what was occurring in that very moment in the city? The St. Patrick's Day Parade. That's right, where hundreds of thousands of people were gathered in South Boston and thousands of police officers there as well. The police arrived and shortly after, the FBI did as well. Now, here's what they discovered. At 1.20 a.m., the thieves drove up to the side entrance, parked, and walked up to the side door. They rang the buzzer. The gallery guard, Rick Abath, let them in. Let's pause right there. Now, I bet you're wondering, why in the world did the gallery guard let the two guys in at one something in the morning? Hmm. Well, the two men said that they were Boston police investigating a disturbance. That's right, guys. That's right. They were wearing Boston police uniforms. Now, Rick was not aware of any disturbance, but he figured, hey, 
as St. Patrick's Day. Perhaps someone climbed over the fence. Maybe someone seen something and called it in. So Rick buzzed the guys right in at 1.24 a.m. Once they were inside, they approached Rick and asked if anyone else was in the museum and to bring them down to the office. Rick radioed the second gallery guard, Hestan, to return to the desk. Now, at this time, Rick began to take a closer look at the two guys, and he noticed the taller guy was wearing a fake mustache. The shorter man told Rick that he looked familiar, and he said, We may have a warrant out for your arrest. Come out from behind that desk. Provide some identification. Rick came out from his post. He left the only panic button to alert the police. The shorter man suddenly forced Rick against the wall, spread his legs, handcuffed him. Hestead walked into the room around this time and the taller thief turned him around and handcuffed him too. Once both gallery guards were handcuffed, the thieves told them, this is a robbery. The thieves wrapped duct tape around the heads and eyes and hands of the gallery guards. Without asking any directions, they led the guards into the basement and handcuffed them to a steam pipe and workbench. The thieves examined the wallets of the guards and explained that they knew where they live and to not tell the authorities anything. And are you ready for this? It took the thieves 11 minutes to subdue the guards. And it is now 1.35 a.m. I'm sure, I'm sure you're thinking the same thing I am. It's Claire's day. They knew exactly where they were going. Let's continue. The robbery lasted for a total of 81 minutes, 81 minutes. They were inside the museum without a care in the world, without any possible fear of the police arriving. They took their time and unscrewed each painting from its gold frame. Thirteen pieces of art altogether. The FBI concluded that they had a list of what to take based off what they took and what they left behind. The thieves even knew about a secret side panel door that only the employees knew about. Yet they went in that area as well. At about 2.45 a.m., they left the museum. The two gallery guards were found in the morning by the police. Now, we have to take a few things into account. In 1990, DNA evidence was not popular. So the fingerprints were not searched for on the duct tape. The same duct tape that they used to wrap around the gallery guard's head, eyes, and hands 
It was taken into evidence, but it was never fingerprinted. And when the FBI had the bright idea to fingerprint it, they went to go retrieve the evidence. And guess what? That's right. You guessed it. It was gone. Vanished. The duct tape was missing from evidence. Can you believe that? Gone. Nowhere to be found. That's only one problem. Here's another one. When the FBI came, they took over the entire crime scene. So they did not communicate to the Boston police or the state police. So this case that once started out with over 70 people on it, after one month, it was left in the hands of one 26-year-old FBI agent. Can you believe that? The biggest art heist, which was worth $500 million, was getting minimal attention. It was put on the back burner. And there's a reason why. Because at that time, the FBI and the Boston police was tied up with trying to take down the Irish mafia and the mob. Organized crime was running rampant throughout the city of Boston. So much so that the FBI believed that the heist was actually connected to organized crime. For years, they implanted informants all over to infiltrate the mafia and the mob. They picked up little information here and there in regards to the art heist. However, nothing ever stuck. Hmm. Which begs the question today, what in the hell happened No one has seen the 13 art pieces publicly since they hung up in the museum. They're gone. Now, they don't know if they're out the country. They don't know if they're in the country. They don't know if they're in someone's basement. They don't know if they're in a billionaire's home across the ocean. They don't know anything. It's been 31 years. Years. And they still don't know. The reward money is up to $10 million. Still nothing. Plenty of phone calls. Plenty of false information. But nothing real that they can wrap their hands around. Plenty of alleged suspects in mind. Some of them alive, some of them no longer here. But like I said, nothing ever stuck. I guess it's safe to say they got away. They got away with $500 million worth of art. They got away with half a billion dollars worth of art. Wow.
With that being said, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to watch, something for you to do, and something for you to read. Because you deserve to treat yourself. You deserve to take some time out of your day for yourself. With that being said, grab a fork. It's time for a treat. What I recommend that you watch is a documentary on Netflix called This is a Robbery, the World's Biggest Art Heist. Yes, yes, everything I just spoke about is an emotion picture for you right now to go watch and learn all about it. This story is insane. There are plenty more details that will make your mind spin. Guys, when I was watching this documentary, which is four hours long, it's four hours long. It's in four different parts, an hour long each. Even though, even though the description in the thumbnail says that it is still unsolved, there were times while I was watching, I felt like they were about to solve it. I, I felt like they had a person connected to it that they were going to get at least some piece of art back, but they got none. Even though we know what happened, the documentary is still so intriguing. You have to check it out. Check it out for yourself. Once again, go to Netflix right now and watch This is a Robbery. The World's Biggest art heist. All right. Now for something to read. If you prefer to read about this art heist, the art heist that occurred at the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston, there's a book called Master Thieves. The Boston Gangsters Who Put Off the World's Greatest Art Heist by Stephen Kirkjian. Once again, Master Thieves, The Boston Gangsters Who Pulled Off the World's Greatest Art Heist by Stephen Kirkjian. Stephen Kirkjian took the time to reconstruct everything that occurred that night. He is an investigative reporter and he went piece by piece and he tried to tie together who did the crime. Was it the Irish Mafia? Or the Italian mob? And was Rick Abath, the gallery guard who let them in, was he in on it? Who gave them all that information about the museum in the first place? It had to be somebody who worked there. Hmm. Check the book out. Stephen Kirkjian dives deep. Now for something to do. You know what I recommend you do? If you live in Massachusetts, I want you to go to the museum. Yes, the museum is open. It's back open. It was closed for a period of time, but it's open right now. Go to the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. I went to the websites. Tickets are for sale. Anywhere between $13 to $20. Check it out. Go to the museum where it all took place. On March 18th, 1990. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please 
send this link to one person in your phone so they can enjoy it as well. Thank you in advance. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this question. Who do you think stole the art on March 18th, 1990 from the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum? Thank you.